Good morning from Westpac's trading room and welcome to another Finance AEM podcast. I'm Ray Spies, the Westpac market strategist. In the financial markets overnight, we saw US equities starting the week in an upbeat mood. The S&P 500 is currently up 1% on the day, led by technology stocks. There's no obvious news flow to drive that move that we could see. The defensive US dollar, it fell and risky currencies rose, while bond yields uh, went slightly against the grain uh, or the mood, remaining fairly subdued. In the currency markets, the US dollar index is down 0.2% on the day, uh, with all the majors rising against the US. The Aussie rose from 77.06 to 77.57, and the Kiwi rose from 71.58 to 72.19. The Aussie Kiwi cross, though, uh, it fell due to that Kiwi dollar outperformance from 1.0791 to 1.0738. In interest rates, the US two-year Treasury yield remained stable around 0.15%, but the 10-year yield fell a few basis points, down from 1.63 to 1.60%. And commodities, uh, pretty good session overall. Brent crude oil uh, up 3% on the day, copper up 1.1%, and uh, gold uh, not much changed. Iron ore, though, uh, it continues to slump due to those uh, Chinese price curbs, which are having a clear impact. It was down another 4.6% overnight to $188, and it's now down a total of 20% from the early May record high. Uh, The bits and pieces of economic information out overnight, uh, I guess most of the interest was in the uh, set of comments from Fed members. We had Bullard, Bostich and Brainard speaking. Um, pretty much uh, the same old in terms of uh, inflation expected to be transitory and now is not the time to be talking about removing accommodation. Um, but there is, uh, or continues to be, a bit of the hedging of the bets. Uh, Bullard said that there will be a time when we do need to talk about the tapering. Uh, we're not quite there yet, but he said uh, in the months to come uh, that uh, we can start thinking about altering our asset purchase policy. Uh, Bostich said the economy's been resilient, um, but the Fed needs to ensure that there are no lasting impacts or scarring from the pandemic. And Brainard, who spoke mostly about the digital currencies, did say that if we saw some development pushing inflation up, uh, and she didn't expect to see that to be the case, but if she did, uh, she would uh, be uh, looking at um, using their tools to uh, guide inflation back towards the target. And in the UK, uh, we had a set of um, uh, policy members there speaking, uh, starting with the Governor Bailey, who said it was unlikely that they'd use negative rates and they're confident about the labour market recovery, uh, but they're watching inflation carefully. Uh, Hal Dane saw inflation risks to the upside, and a fairly noteworthy shift from Saunders, who's been fairly dovish of late. He said a modest tightening may be needed if inflation rose persistently. On the day, uh, what's out there could be market moving? Well, there's not a great deal out globally that's of a heavy-duty nature, um, in Australia, we'll have weekly payroll and jobs data out. In Germany, we've got an IFO business confidence survey, and in the US, pretty much a second-tier set of information, or well, there's quite a bit of it. Uh, we've got house price information from S&P and the FHFA. We've got new home sales data uh, and a couple of surveys from um, uh, the Richmond Fed, as well as the Conference Board Consumer Confidence. And uh, from the Fed, we'll hear comments from Qualiers. Well, that's it for me today. Thank you for listening. I'll be back again same time tomorrow morning.